Well, happy Thanksgiving to you all. It's a pleasure to be here with you. And I think just on this day in general, it's important for us as Christians to ask ourselves, what makes Christians different? What makes somebody who believes in Jesus different? One of my favorite things to do as I prepare for Thanksgiving and I prepare to think about what to preach on is just to listen to different people who give homilies, give, listen to relevant radio. And this past week, if you were listening to Glenn's Story Corner, which they play about between 6.50 and 7 a.m., they were telling different stories about perspective. And I would say a Christian is somebody who sees things differently. Ultimately, from the cross, we start from the cross of what Jesus did for us, and our ultimate response should be, I'm sorry. We should also say, Thank you. And we should also say, please help me never forget what you did for me, Jesus. Please help me never forget. And again, a Christian is somebody who sees things differently. So this past week on uh, Glenn's Story Corner, they talked about some different points to ponder, to see things differently, maybe to help us be a little more grateful and to say why a Christian should be different. So, for example, if you woke up this morning with more health than illness, you are more fortunate than the million who will not survive this week. If you have never experienced the danger of battle, the loneliness of imprisonment, the agony of torture, or the pangs of starvation, you are ahead of 500 million people in the world. If you can attend church without fear of harassment, arrest, torture, or death, you are more privileged than three billion people in the world. If you have food in the refrigerator, clothes on your back, a roof over your head, and a place to sleep, you are more rich than 75% of this world. If you have money in the bank, in your wallet, and spare change in a dish someplace, you are among the top 8% of the world's most wealthy. If you can hold someone's hand, hug them, or even touch them on the shoulder, you are blessed because you can offer them a healing touch. If you were to read this message, you are more fortunate than over two billion people in the world that cannot read at all. If you hold up your head with a smile on your face and are truly thankful, you are blessed because the majority can, but most do not. Our Alleluia verse today was, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for Christ Jesus in you. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for Christ Jesus in you. You know, in our gospel reading today, we hear about the ten lepers and how nine were ungrateful. I think the temptation for a lot of us is to not have the Christian perspective, which is to be grateful for that one. Because I could look out and say, where is everyone? Where are the, where are the ones that are ungrateful? But what, what good does that do, really? <laughs> what good does that do? That I'm not living the gospel, I'm complaining. What we need to do is be grateful for the people who are before us and focus on that one and lift them up before Jesus, lift them up before his cross and say, thank you, Jesus, so much for this person or for this perspective. And if we focus on the nine, we can get very down and very negative and the more we complain, the more we suffocate the Holy Spirit working in our lives. 
And we say in every single Mass, it is truly right and just. It is our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Almighty Father. But we practice that. Because we're probably going to see a temptation this, this day and probably the rest of our lives to focus on the nine and get down and complain and get bitter. But who or what is that one thing, that one who actually is grateful in your heart this day? There was also a second story this past week. Actually, it was on yesterday morning on Relevant Radio. And it's called The Bag Lady and the Thanksgiving Dinner. And maybe this story will help you keep things in perspective. This is by Ed Price. He says, It was a very cold and light snowfall as young Jimmy Dorsch piloted his Ford Escort down the street toward the city park. Snow on Thanksgiving was a rarity in this part of the country, and it caused almost as much excitement as a traditional turkey dinner. A traditional afternoon football or the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on television was always an occurrence. But none of these things were on the 17-year-old Jimmy's mind at the moments as he carefully maneuvered his car over the blacktop. He had his own tradition to tend to and what he was looking for that he would probably find in the deserted park where he grew up. Usually bustling with activity, even on cold days, the park was practically empty now. Everyone was home with his friends and enjoying family with Thanksgiving dinner. Jimmy was tempted to have a bit more dinner himself, but his second helping sat on his car seat beside him with a big hunk of mom's homemade pumpkin pie and a thermos bottle of hot coffee. Jimmy would not succumb to the temptation and eat more today. For the past two years, Jimmy had established a tradition for himself. He had never suffered a hungry day in his life. The son of an unwed teenage mother, he was given up for adoption as an infant and was taken in by a Christian family. When he was just 15, to honor his Lord as well as his parents, he decided to take his second helping of Thanksgiving dinner to the park to share with a homeless man or woman. His first year, he found a man who had been on his own since he was only 13. In the summer, he worked odd jobs, but in the winter, he lived at a local rescue mission where he earned an occasional dollar by cleaning up the place. The second year, he shared his Thanksgiving dinner with an elderly man whose wife died long before, and his children had moved to another city. They never contacted their father nor offered him help in any way. I reckon they're ashamed of me, the roomy old man said. Throughout the year, Jimmy would often thought about the two men. He had gone to the mission to try to find them, but they were gone without a trace. Now Jimmy wondered who he would meet this Thanksgiving. As soon as he arrived at the park, he saw a ragged woman sitting hunched over on a bench of one of the heavy concrete picnic tables provided by the city. She wore an old battered, battered coat and a dark wool cap over her matted graying hair. Close beside her was a tattered bag that carried all her worldly possessions. Jimmy, 
pulled the car into the parking place, and got out. He took the covered dishes and the thermos bottle from the, from the seat and began walking toward the bag lady. When he stood in front of her, she jumped as if he had suddenly, she had suddenly been awakened from dozing. She looked up at Jimmy. Suddenly, her eyes brightened, and she started to speak. But instead, she lowered her head and stared at the frozen ground. God bless you, ma'am, said Jimmy, smiling. I have brought you some Thanksgiving dinner. Would you do me the honor of sharing it with me? The woman looked at the food. She was very hungry. She hadn't eaten since last night's dinner at the mission. She nodded, and Jimmy served her food, uncovered the plates, put a napkin and silverware on the cold concrete picnic table, and he poured her a hot cup of steaming coffee from the thermos. Then he watched as she ate. Although it was very cold in the park, he felt warm inside. The love of God was clearly at work within him. He loved his tradition, and he intended to continue it more and more for the rest of his life. When the woman had finished, he, clearly, he cleared the table and put the dishes into a pile. He poured another cup of hot coffee for her and put it into a styrofoam cup and then closed the thermos. Then he reached out into his wallet, put a $20 bill in her hand. He thrust the money right into her hand. Her hand was gnarled. Then he reached over and kissed her lightly on the forehead. May God bless you richly, ma'am, he said softly. And thank you for giving me the honor of sharing my Thanksgiving dinner with you. With that, Jimmy picked up his dishes and returned to his car. What a lot of people don't know is that woman was his mother. She would come back year after year without him knowing that beautiful story and how God blessed her son. A Christian is somebody who sees things differently. We have these stories of thanksgiving, these stories of so much things to be grateful for. My encouragement, my invitation for all of you, including myself, I hope, hold me accountable to this too, is let us focus on the one instead of focusing on the nine who are ungrateful. We don't know what people are going through, but maybe your kindness today, maybe your gentle spirit Maybe your love for Jesus will help someone who's in a hard spot. Let us take a moment of silence and place our families on this altar. Place our day on this altar to know that we receive everything we need in this Mass. And the response to, from receiving everything is giving everything back in thanks and praise to Jesus. May Almighty God bless you this Thanksgiving in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.